0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to This
1: League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime! boom Shakalaka! This League Uncut is underway and on fire!
2: This should be a good one.
3: Everybody, welcome to another episode of This League Uncut featuring myself, Chris Haynes, and my brother Mark Stein. You know, every now and then on the show, we like to highlight new talent, new up-and-coming talent that you're probably going to be familiar with Within the NBA, uh, as early as next season, probably two years from now, you you never know. But this kid that we're bringing on right now, he's definitely on the cusp of doing something special, and it's going to be a name that you're going to hear about in the near future. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Tyler Smith, who played in the overtime elite. This past few years and now he's taking his talents to the G League Ignite. And you know about that program that's produced some of the top uh, NBA rookies and future NBA stars, you know, over the last, I don't know, four or five years. And now Tyler has taken his talents there and he's he's one more step away from being in the NBA, a league that me and Mark Stein has, has covered for Countless decades between the both of us. So, Tyler, I want to say thank you for having us. I mean, thank you for having us on Like This Is Your Show. Thank you for coming on our show, Tyler. Uh, Just, just, man, first of all, we want to get to know you. You want to get to know your background. So, you know, when you do make that leap to the NBA, you do hear your name called, people will have a, a, a clue of where you came from and what you're about. So, Tyler, tell me just a little bit about your path to getting to this point. And congratulations, by the way.
4: Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, started off in Houston High School at George Bush. Then I went to Overtime Elite for the last two years and played good over there my last season. And now I'm here with Ignite. So,
3: can you tell me about, you know, you've taken this is two unconventional paths by a top prospect like yourself, choosing to go to Overtime and then G League Ignite. Can you tell me, tell me, take me back to high school at that point? So, you're what? 15 or 16 when you made that decision? Yeah, I was 16. Yep, 16. Tell me about the thought process of making that move.
4: Uh, The thought process was planning for the NBA scouts early, like just so I could show them my skill set and stuff like that. Uh, The stuff they was telling me, like NBA scouts at practices, at games. So you wasn't going to get them in high school because they really couldn't come to our games unless you went to a camp or something, and the camps were just during the summer. So all season, I said, why not? So
5: So obviously the basketball reasons to go the overtime route and now to join the Ignite, I mean, we could list 25 basketball reasons, but when you're 15 and you're leaving high school, just how hard is that to do
4: and leave the social part of high school behind? Um, It it wasn't really that hard for me because I was in the COVID year. So I was already used to being like away from everybody. So at that time I was just like, man, we have to wear masks in the games and stuff, so I'm like, nah, I just got to do something else. <laughs> yeah.
5: And what age were you when you kind of knew, you know, what I'm? I don't want to go the college route. I want to try these other avenues to get ready for the NBA draft. How old do you would you pinpoint yourself as when when you knew that you were going to go these these new modern paths that are available to young players like yourself?
4: Um, I remember ninth grade, I was like 14, I seen the Ignite thing come out. That's what I said I wanted to do instead of college. So I've been knew I wanted to go to Ignite. So when I was 14 in ninth grade, that's when I really wanted to go. And people in your life, what did they say when you're like, hey, at
5: 14, I mean, that 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 probably works in your favor that you knew at such a young age what you,
4: what you wanted to do. But like, what? how did people react when you told them? Um, They were just with me. Like my mom, she was always with me in that situation. Like I was doing good in my game and stuff. I was going like developing at a high rate. So it was already like,
3: Man, I don't want to go to college. I want to go pro. So So Tyler, t- tell, tell tell let everybody know, like what's what, what's your height right now? What's your height, uh, weight if you want to, but get give everybody the, the physical tools of uh, yourself right now. I'm
4: six ten, two 222 with like with a seven one wingspan. Wow. You know what they say, Chris Haynes, you know, he, this young
5: man is, is a Texan and he's a lefty.
3: I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going
5: there. I knew you were going there. You know who they compare him to. I mean, I, you know, and it's, you know, that's, it's obviously, it's a great thing, but also it's a, you know, it's a tough thing, but you know, the Chris Bosch comparison gets thrown around a lot. How, how have you dealt with that? I mean, that, that, uh, you know, I'm sure you're, it's flattering on some levels and then, it's probably challenging on some levels too.
4: Yeah, um, I mean, I like it. You know, I've been watching him since junior year. Just people realizing that uh, I take bits and parts of his game, and now I'm showing it in the games, and they realize it. So it's pretty good for me. That comparison, I like it. Have you had a chance to meet him yet? Nah, not yet. Hopefully, one day though. I'm
5: sure um, you'll. I'm sure you'll cross paths with him soon.
3: Yeah, yeah. you'll get there eventually, uh, Tyler. So when you look at again, we're here with Tyler Smith. Playing, going to be playing with the G League, Unite. Um, he will be NBA draft eligible for the 2024 NBA draft. And just for context, Stein, like this G League Unite team, you know, I was speaking, speaking with some people from the G League. Tyler is going to be one of seven players that are going to be draft eligible for next draft. So this is the deepest uh, talented pool they've had since, you know, since this program has started. So Tyler, when you when you made your decision, like what went into like because you're playing against you're playing with I get other players that had the same goals as you, and you know it could get it could get kind of competitive too. So how do you expect this season to um, to shape up for you and your teammates? I mean, this season should go really good for everybody. You know,
4: coach puts us in the right positions. Um, not too many of us really play the same position. We do different things on the court, so our uses are different. So. I mean, it's been working out good. Uh, we went to Singapore, and we seen all the young guys yep. play because some of our vets was hurt or, like,
3: not playing. So that stuff worked out good for us. Everybody was eating. Everybody was eating. I, it was something you said about the G League at night. And Stein I, and Tyler, I have to admit, like, when um, G League at night first started, I thought it would take time for, uh, for players to really consider it and make it a legitimate, you know, option. But it, it took off right away, and you said for yourself, like you was fourteen when when it came about, and you was like, "That's where I wanted to go." Was so if the G League Ignite didn't say say G League Ignite didn't surface as an option, you saw players going choosing to go there. overseas, yeah. yeah, Australia and whatever, you know, to, before they got went to the NBA, what 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 you think you would have done if the G League Ignite wasn't an option? Oh, I probably went to,
4: went to college or. Australia, because I've seen people like RJ Hampton and them going over there and yeah.
3: LaMelo Ball. So that was another option for me, too. So this kid, Tyler uh, uh, Stein, Tyler was, he was about his business. <laughs> he, he was, he's about whatever it takes to get to that NBA as soon as possible.
5: I was hoping to hear Cal State Fullerton was on his list, but he went right, he went right, to the, he, he went right to the option. Yeah, no, I, I don't, don't think, think he's heard that school. Yeah, no, I don't think he's <laughs> heard that school. <laughs> that's all right that's all right i'm not I, I'm not gonna take it personal, Tyler. I actually listened to a couple podcasts you did with Rafael Barlow, who's a good friend sure. of mine who runs n b a big board and he you told him about this summer playing a lot at u c l a and and not just you, a bunch of the ignite guys and could you just paint a picture for us what that was like? Who were some of the n b a guys you went up against, and how do you think you fared
4: when you were on the floor with n b a guys? Um, I think I did really good, like making open shots, even blown by some of the NBA defenders. It was Jalen Green in the gym, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, uh, the 76ers, the Clippers teams, and the Bucks. So I feel like I matched up pretty well with them, especially for my position, blocking shots at people that's at the NBA level and dudes that's in them games. So yeah, it was pretty good. How competitive are those games from your perspective? It was definitely competitive, especially we're younger than everybody. They don't want us to like show them up and stuff, so they're going hard against us every time. And you know, they put us if you go to the third court over there, everybody trying to get to the main court, so it's really competitive over there. You gotta win to get to the next court. So
3: So that's how it is. So it's yeah. um there's a winning court. So you keep yeah. winning, you advance to that main. I didn't know that. Three, yeah, three, three courts,
5: three courts at UCLA every every day, pretty much in the summer, right?
3: Yeah. I didn't know. How's the physicality, Tyler? How how um, how you manage that? Or what do you uh, thought is, about it? Going overseas was more physical than here, I'm not gonna lie. But, like,
4: here, I gained like 12 pounds. So, I mean, the physicality hasn't really been that, like, that tough to me out here. But, you know, still need some getting used to because they you know some tricks and stuff. They've been elite for a minute. And people that's been here for a minute know what to do, especially somebody that's younger that hasn't had no experience for real.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022
6: Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025
3: QX80 coming this summer. Star, so I know you love to hear that, him say it's more physical playing overseas. Well, actually, I'm, I'm
5: really, I'm really hung up on this, the UCLA summer league. Cause I mean, I haven't lived in Southern California forever, but you know, in, in my younger days, I used to go to some of those games, but I haven't been, I haven't been to some, you know, summer pickup at UCLA for ages. I mean, were there any NBA pros who, who helped you mentored you, or is it kind of like, Hey, the young guys really have to prove themselves and just kind of figure it out on their own. W- what, what is that dynamic like?
4: Nah, they was definitely helping us. After the game, like, they'll give you respect, especially passing out Siakam. Like, I was guarding them full court the whole game. After the game, he was giving me some pointers on what to do and what not to do, offense and defense, stuff like that. So, pretty good.
3: Tyler, who would you pattern your game after in the NBA? If if somebody had to give you a... If somebody asked you about a, a comparison, who, who would you say you're lo- closest aligned to?
4: A comparison right now in the league? Yes. Uh, I'll say, like... Jabari, Jabari Smith, something like that, or
3: uh Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. The stretch, that's you know, that's what people talk about, your ability to stretch the floor as a stretch five, four. What do you consider your position? What is your position? I'm gonna stretch four. Stretch four. Okay. So when you when you're looking at when you're looking at I, I guess trying to prove that you can hit that shot. Uh, on a regular basis, be consistent. I have mm-hmm. saw it defensively, man. You know, I looked at you know looked at some of your game film from the past few years, and you got a quick second jump that a lot of people don't have. Like if somebody gets you up in the air, they think they got you, and then you come right back up and, and, and get yeah. the and get that block. What, what do you think is from day one? Like when you're drafted, what do you think day one you're going to be able to pre- um, present to an NBA ball club?
4: uh definitely my length defensive impact and spacing you know in the nba you need that now Uh, you get paid a lot of money make a corner three and play some defense so i feel like i bring that to the table early tyler smith from the g league ignite is our guest here on this league
5: uncut. you know chris mentioned that you guys have a bunch there are a bunch of players on this year's g league ignite team that are hoping to get drafted just this next summer so how hard will it be, you think, for you guys to kind of put that aside so you can form a team bond and it's not competition amongst yourselves kind of worrying
4: about your draft stock? Uh, nobody really even bring that up because we've been knowing each other for a couple of years now, like growing up in high school and stuff like that. Uh, the dudes that come from overseas, we mesh well with them, too. Like everybody's together. So we don't really worry about that. Like just play as a team and try to win because this year we're trying to make playoffs. Be the first thing 19 to make playoffs so everybody locked in on that. And then something else that's really interesting about the
5: Ignite is that I know you guys are taking classes and, you know, learning things about the off-court life. What kinds of things do they work with you when it when when you're in a classroom setting and they're trying to they try to give you tips about you know, off the court managing your life off the court.
4: Yeah. It's just showing us stuff, what not to do and what to do. Like some of the stuff that's been going on with some of the NBA players, like they give us examples of that and not like try not to do that or make sure that you keep everything low key that you do. Don't post it to the public. Uh, they teach us how to properly speak to people, you know, because some people don't really learn that in college. They just like grow up super fast and like just do whatever. So that's what we learned.
3: Stein, he says something that that's interesting as well about being the first G League Ignite team to make the playoffs, and the I guess the reason is, it's it's kind of hard to get there from G League Ignite because it's mostly young players, and then you're you got you got veterans sprinkled around to kind of show the youngsters the ropes, and so Tyler, when you talk about trying to get to the to the playoffs, I mean that's that's an interesting uh, goal right there, like that's a team oriented goal. In a in a probably the most pivotal year for all of for a lot of you guys, like this year means a lot uh, to you guys. To to Stein's point, how could you? How can you try? Like, where does this team focus come in at at this this upcoming season? What is the focus? Yeah, like how do you how do you come to that focus in this in this crucial part where this is like a a real pivotal for year? For I, I commend you. I'm just saying, like, where where does that come from? I mean, we have a lot of good players
4: from top to bottom, especially young players that got a lot of gas in the tank. So, like, uh, once one player gets tired, we have another player in the same position to come in and cook. So everybody could score. Everybody could play defense. And I feel like we have the best team to do that this year. Just to when, win you look, so when, when you look at your own game, what are the
5: one, two, three things that you want to do better this season than you did last season?
4: Uh. Show more of my defensive presence. Show more I could uh, switch on guards and just be more consistent on my jump shots and get into the rim.
3: Uh, yeah, that's one. That's one thing I saw in the, the pick and roll being able to switch. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people praise you you for that. Um, you know that that'll take you a long way as a guy your size that can be able to. Stay in the game, you know. Regardless of whatever matchup, you can stay in the game and you can defend those matchups. What is your, you you played with um, the Thompson twins? Yep. What, what is your relationship with them, and what what do you think? Um, what do you think? How, how you think their game is going to transition into the NBA?
4: I mean, you see what they're doing right now. They're putting up double doubles and stuff already. I man just had like a under the basket windmill yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy for their transition. there. athletic six seven guards, like a see over defense and stuff. So their game gonna translate pretty easy. Our relationship with them, uh I've been with them for the last two years also. Been in the gym at nighttime to like one a.m. sometimes. Like almost slept in the gym with them. So yeah, pretty good. Basketball related mainly so.
5: Did I you, haven't had a, I have not had a chance to meet the Thompson twins yet. But when you're as old as me, the Thompson twins, you know, that that was a that was a whole different thing in the eighties. Do you are, are the are the NBA Thompson twins aware of the Thompson Twins band from the 80s. Does that ever come up in giving those guys a hard time? I don't think so. No. <laughs> you lost oh. me too, stop. Uh, <laughs> even you don't know the Thompson Twins?
3: What Thompson Twins? What?
6: Wow.
5: I know I'm What's old. That? I know I'm old. And I'm way older than Tyler. But I'm not that much older than you. I...
3: What Thompson Twins? Tell me. who? Who?
5: Forget it, man. Forget it. <laughs>
3: forget it. You're dating yourself style. You're dating yourself. It's man. an 80. Yeah, I mean, I said it's
5: the, it's an eighties band. I know. I mean, I know I'm ancient, but man, I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist asking, forget, forget that I wasted your time <laughs> with that one. I apologize.
3: I was born eighties. I, I, yeah, I'm unfamiliar myself. Uh, did you Tyler, when you, when you were working, like the Thompson twins, did you know that they were like, did you know they were this good like any of this surprising or oh, yeah. did you no. did you see a jump in them like did you see a year like where you say my damn like their development took off like what did you see about how they progressed to get to that point I'm not gonna lie the some our first summer at overtime like that was real skinny
4: next summer they came back like swole all that and then <laughs> they just got way stronger doing the same stuff so I'm like dang they just it's just crazy like they're different I'm not gonna lie
2: I never in, in all ever.
5: seriousness, watching them both get drafted so high, I'm sure you tuned into the draft. What what was that like for you? And I'm sure you're um, you know imagining your own
4: turn that's coming up. This yeah, next, I was actually at the summer. draft this year. I was actually oh. at the draft this year, so that gave me motivation just to be able to get invited to the green room and just stay on my stuff this year, so I could get invited there. So what what do you think? What do you think of what do you think of the chaos that is the NBA draft? I mean, it's a lot. We went in the back rooms after. It's a lot after, like, taking pictures,
3: doing interviews. So, I mean,
4: I mean, it's a blessing to get there, though. So, I mean, at least they're there.
3: Yeah. Like, when you think about, okay, let's talk about the 2024 NBA draft. If you do what you set out to do this coming up season, team-wise, individually, where do you think your draft range is?
4: Um right now I'll say like anywhere from like 14 to
3: 20. 14 to 20 right now. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're talking we're talking back of lottery yeah. to tw- to 20. Uh we so let's let's talk about that. You know, there's always star level players who are drafted in that area, even drafted yeah. later, late, you know, late first round. Yeah. When, you, when you, when you think about a, your NBA career, hopefully you're blessed with a long NBA career. Yep. At the end of the day, what do you think you're capable of doing at your prime in the NBA?
4: Uh, just being one of the best scorers in the league, one of the best defenders, and hopefully being an all star caliber player. That's really. So
5: when you talk about your draft range as you're going through this process is that something you want to keep track of what the mock drafts are saying, what draft analysts are saying about you or tuning it out? What is your personal approach to kind of paying yeah. paying attention to that or not?
4: Yeah, at first it was getting to me like especially like before some of our games this year I was like, "Man, why am I not like up here?" But I gotta like show like more in front of people. Like I just had to stop looking at that stuff. It was getting me like tight sometimes, but like now I don't even look at it no more.
3: I was gonna ask something to Lona Tyler, like when you go into overtime and and even maybe a little bit of extent with the G League at night, you know, once February comes around, March comes around, everybody's kind of focused on college basketball and and they're getting that exposure and that. That love did, did any of that bother you at, at any points, so, or do you think that that will bother you? Because uh, it's always people are always prisoners of the moment, you know. If anybody does anything great at that time, they're kind of praising them and calling them the next great thing because they're in the spotlight right now, and I think that's probably the one advantage college probably has over people's like during that time of mm-hmm. year. It it gets all the love. How are you able to manage that, or how you think you're going to be able to manage that and stay focused?
4: I mean, it's gonna be easy to manage it. Just play basketball and just be the best in my position, really. And then in the draft workouts too, you got to show what you could do. Also, you could surprise scouts. So, I mean, I'm not really too worried. I've been having talks with my people. That stuff really don't matter right now. It's all what you do on the court.
3: Do you have a NBA mentor, an NBA player? that has been in your ear, like, giving you guidance throughout this time? Or, did, you know, a current NBA player, a former NBA player, anybody's significance in your ear that we would know? Um, No, not really. Just, like,
4: T.J. Ford been helping me out, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, Okay. Yeah. Texas.
0: Yep. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, you spoke about
5: trying to make the playoffs and trying to be the first Ignite team that gets to the G League playoffs, but not with the veterans. I realize the veterans joined the group later, but, but the young guys on the team in your age bracket, you guys have, have played a fair bit together this summer. So what, I mean, you've gotten a, you've gotten a head start on really the rest of the G league. When you ask people what, what and what your coaches are telling you, how feasible is it that you guys could be that first team to make the playoffs? What, what do the coaches say about your chances?
4: I mean, we already played five games together. We know what we need to work on as a team. So I mean, you know, it's easy fixes. And they say in the G League, it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the refs are bad, but like like sometimes the refs can make bad calls and stuff. So sometimes the game gonna be with us, or we're gonna be within the game because they call a lot of fouls and stuff like that. So it's gonna be winnable games for us a lot. So
3: who are you? Uh, who are you closest with? On the G League in 19? Um, I'll say everybody but really Ethan.
4: I've been with him okay. for two years also at overtime. So
3: that's right. Edan. That's right. That's the easy one. I, I saw that. I should've I should have knew that from, from the beginning. <laughs> Ty, so I, I don't know, Ty, like I don't know if you like stop Mark Stein just to give you his credentials. Stein, this is your what year covering the NBA? This is
5: going to be my 31st season, but I think I've God. already I, th- I think after a- asking my musical question, I think everybody gets that I'm, <laughs> that I'm just an old old man. And and you know what? I am when I meet the Thompson twins, I'm not going to be able to resist asking them that same question. <laughs> so I will embarrass my I will embarrass myself again.
3: Yeah, I think you'll get the same response. And Detroit not. is
5: actually in Dallas early or er, you know not er, Detroit is is the only uh is the only met is the Mavs' only preseason game in Dallas. So I will soon get my chance with half, yeah, so Stein, with half of the Thompson Twins.
3: Stein's based in Dallas. and um, okay. I, I'm based in California by a mall the place. So I, I'm the guy, you know, I'm an uh, NBA reporter about 12 years in, 13 years in. I, I'm also the sideline reporter for TNT games. So you okay. know, I don't know if you, you watch the TNT games, you'll see me interviewing the players at the end of the game on the court. But uh, I, I think like when you think of the, let, let's let's OK, so let's say a, a year from now, exactly a year from now, at that point, what do you think will be? If, if somebody asked you a year from now, Tyler, what was the one thing you did? What was the one crucial decision you made that got you to this point or who was the most inspirational or integral, you know, or, you know, just just person that was really an integral piece to how you got to this stage. What would be your answer? The most important Uh,
5: decision besides coming on this podcast, he meant. Oh,
3: probably my mom, my mom. How, how much was it? Was that mom that was hooking up everything before you came up before you came on? Okay. Shout out to moms right there. Still, still doing things for, for the baby right there. Uh, Tell me about, tell me about your mom's part. And, um, just allowing you to try to chase your dream. Just can you can you just give me a little glimpse into mom's
4: Um my mom, she's like my manager too. So I mean, she handles everything on and off the court for me, uh puts me in the right situations just like this right now, just helping me with stuff like that. So she do
3: everything mm. for me. No, that that's dope, man. And you know, Tyler I I, I probably got like one more question. I don't know if Stein has one more, but uh, you know, one thing, you know, again, we're talking with Tyler Smith. You go check him out, member of the G League Ignite. He's going to be draft eligible for the 2024 NBA draft. Uh you know, he can go somewhere lottery, you know, he he's he's saying somewhere 14 to 20 range, but we know how one year, one season can change a lot. Workouts can change a lot, so it could be potentially higher. This is a 6'10". are you 18 or 19? 18. 18, 6'10", oh. 18 years old, 220 pounds, athletic, lefty. can of the ball. Lefty. lefty. Most, most importantly, if you ask Stein, he's a lefty. Yeah,
5: Tyler doesn't know. Every <laughs> August on left, on International Left-Handers Day, I put, I put out the all-lefty team. It's unofficial, but I like to pretend it's official. I put out five starters and a six man, so okay. you will soon you will soon be you will soon be a contender for a spot on that team. Okay.
3: So will he be eligible for next August team because he would have just no, have been played? No, no, he he. Well, he, he, well, he would have played summer league. He would have summer league
5: under his belt. Even if he's the number one pick, he cannot be eligible <laughs> until he plays in the NBA. But once he plays in the NBA, he will be eligible.
3: My my last question for you, Tyler, Uh, when I guess when it's all when it's all said and done, man, when it's all said and done, you finally reach that goal. What are you going to think about? What do you think is going to come to your head? Because you were at the NBA draft and you've seen how lives changed at that one moment. What's going to be circling around your mind at that point? Talking about right after the draft? Yep. Right after the draft. I mean, your name called what's going to be circling in your mind? Really like
4: the work just be done for that. Like just all my life been trying to go to the league and now I'm here. So I got to work even harder now.
3: Mm. The work still, yeah, yeah. still don't stop. Yeah. Work still stop. And I, I lied to you, Ty. This is my last question. What, what is something that people may not know about you that, that probably will surprise most if they heard about it?
4: Um, I'm really a simple person. and I don't really do nothing to go outside or nothing like that. So, I mean, it's nothing too crazy. I just like chilling in the house, my brother and stuff like that, playing the game.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yep. Stein, you, you you good, Stein?
5: Yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad that we got this chance to meet you. And I look, I haven't seen him for ages, but if I somewhere, and I'm sure Chris will do the same. If if somehow, some way, we run into Chris Bosch, we will uh, we will tell him, we will tell him about you, and tell him to find you. Okay.
3: Yeah, for sure. That, this is Tyler Smith. Tyler, we appreciate you coming on this League Uncut podcast. Man, we wish you, you know, nothing but the best this season to G League Ignite. And um, I'll be at the NBA draft of 2024. I'll probably see you before then. I'll come to a couple of Ignite games. But, man, we wish you the best of luck. And most importantly, thank you for coming on, man. Yep, thank you for having
4: me. Good Tyler
3: luck to Smith. you, Tyler. Thanks,
1: Emil. Thank you. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio Radio Production. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes
2: and Mark Stein!